your ball club could not provide him or make an emergency run out to Dick's to get the man the right cleats and batting gloves for his first game in Miami. Like, clean it up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take. This is episode 224. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Welcome back, my beautiful people. What's up, Doug? How you doing? Doing well. The calm after the storm. I'm not going to lie, the, that last episode and even like the day or two following was just needed a rest, man. That was a lot. That was nuts. I need everyone to give a little shout out to Kyle, give some love. There were stupid amounts of posts that I feel bad for my friends and family that I've just kept blowing their DMs up with every update. It's part of the game, part of the hustle. There's a lot of deals. There was. I'm still digesting a lot of it, honestly. Like, I... Like I think I mentioned last episode, I didn't really have a chance to really process what was happening. Like I was actually looking forward to hearing about like where KB went, where Javi was going to go, if Story was yeah. going to get shipped out, and all these things are happening. I'm just worried about getting the words on a graphic and an image in there, and so I didn't really get a chance to appreciate what was happening. So so and so traded to so and so. That's literally it. Is. That's what my processing looked like the last few days, but it's been good. Baseball is calming down a little bit now. We're getting back into the getting back into the game action. I mean, the game action never really stopped, but in terms of these these new new names, new faces, yeah, new threads, which we'll get into. It's just good to be able to breathe. I feel bad for fantasy people that you know, like it happened because it happened during the end of the week. Like you maybe in a in a clutch oh, yeah, matchup, tough. And you're like tough. it's, and then you have big key names being traded that have to obviously take like the next two days off. Just tough. Not gonna get it done. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, what did we do this weekend? Uh, Meredith's brother and his fiance had a little couple's shower that we had to go to, and then her parents, uh, we they do they throw a Christmas party every year, and obviously couldn't do it last year with COVID and everything going on. And so right. her dad was like, you know what? We need to have a Christmas in July party. And this was last Christmas. And we're like, you're crazy. You won't, we won't be able to pull that off. There's, there's just too many details. Sure enough, yeah. same day as the shower, pulled it off. It was great. All sorts of food, cornhole, wow. badminton, ping pong. It was the best. You got to love a good cornhole game. Not much Meredith, better. Meredith and I run the tables in cornhole. Yeah. Unashamed to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ruined some folks in Cornhole for sure. I went bowling this weekend. New nice. PR, 173. Hey. I'm feeling getting I'm close feeling to 200. Yeah. That felt good. That's big time. Only the second time I've bowled in like three years. Here's the real question. Oh, yeah. You got to be honest with me. Yeah. What size ball? 12 pounder. Okay, okay. I respect that. But I got to do the I got to do the double XL holes. I don't have huge hands, but for some reason my thumb hurts if the hole's too small. I think so I got to use like too big of holes. I don't know who they made those bowling balls for. I don't know either. Like the medium Slenderman? like there's no reason a 12-pound ball should have medium holes. Those are like little children fingers. And then large is still not large. Yeah. You may just be like a chubby preteen kid. Yeah, what do they think? These like Hulk babies are like stepping up to the line, throwing 12 pounders down the lane. What are we doing? I know. And then double XL turns into like massive sausage fingers that I don't understand who has hands that big. We just need a happy medium. That's all. That's but it. Hey, I just hey, I feel like they were made and no one's touched them for a while. Props to you for keeping the bowling industry alive. Yeah, it was a little, little, uh, little work event it's fun when's this i don't know if they have them out there main event you got those out there we might it's kind of like sounds a, familiar it's kind of like a dave and busters yep um but just murked some kids in laser tag as well you know just ruined some kids there had to get the mini hoops in get the mini hoops play a little ski ball it was a good time did you slay some toddlers at putt putt while you're at it goodness no, no putt putt as an option, but I did have to. I did have to just embarrass some kids in the laser tag arena. 
one kid was following me around. I was like, all right, watch this. Just turned on the jets real quick. And then he's like, you're not supposed to run. So then I stopped and like hid behind a corner. Then he went flying by and I lit him up. Get out of here. I mean, that's a pretty man's game. It's pretty well-known rule in laser tag. You can't be just sprinting across the course. Like that's this kid was shadowing me. I didn't like it. So I had to show him a few things. Laser tags changed by the way. It used to be way more fun because when you were kids, like they would have like two teams and then once you're out, like you're out, you go and wait until there's a winner, like a last man standing situation. Then you go back out and you keep playing matches. It's not like that at all anymore. You just go out and it's a free for all still two teams. But like, if you get shot, your, your gun stops working for like 10 seconds and then you're back up and you just keep going. You must not have gone laser tag in a while. Cause it's been like that for a minute. That's trash. It's a terrible way to play. No, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for that. It keeps you out there. It's like you can, you're still going to be out there, but you're not going to be able to rack up points because I want my name to be I at need, the top of I that need little printout sheet. I need a best of five team versus team. I need to get my pizza slices in, in between matches. Sure. Understandable. So this just didn't give me an opportunity. I came out sweating buckets. Of course, had to, we, we lost our squad lost, but I had to lead had to lead the team in points. Hello. Had to do my part. But no pizza breaks. I mean, what are we doing? But I that's when I bowled the 173. It was after that game. Just need a little warm-up. Just need to get a little Man, what a day. Blood what a flowing. day for yeah. Nate. Proud of that. Sunday, spent the, the day in bed recovering. So, obviously, I was sore. Yeah, so now. easy with the <laughs> Merkin kids in laser tag. It comes at a it, cost. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're in bed all day the following day, cost. I don't know if we can really be... <laughs> praising that too much let's uh let's get into some baseball history we gotta before we do that or before we talk about our our main topics we gotta talk uh kumar rocker gotta talk about some some guys in in new places gonna have a little little rankings game of how we think they look in their their new threads gotta talk tyler glass now new uh news fernando tatis jr update jacob Degrom update uh we gotta talk about this guy joey vado man is heard of him on a different planet. But before we do that, let's get into baseball history. Nate, this is the week of August 2nd. And as always, courtesy to nationalpastime.com, I'll start us off. August 3rd, 2010. In the span of about an hour, the Upton brothers go deep to both record their 100th career home run on the same night in different ballparks when Diamondback outfielder Justin goes yard off Kyle Kendrick at Citizen Banks Park and older sibling BJ playing center field. That should be updated. Doesn't he go by Melvin still? Does he? Did he change Correct. that? Or is he yeah. still Melvin? No longer Bossman Jr. It's Melvin. Hits a Tropicana Field round tripper for the Rays off Baltimore's Tommy Hunter. Also, it says on July 20th, they both hit their 99th home runs on the same day. That's weird. I mean, what are the chances? Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Aug- it's weird. August 3rd, 2015, Mike Hessman breaks the minor league home run record. Get this, Nate. With his 433rd round tripper of his nearly Get this ninth. man a chance. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No man should have the opportunity to hit 433 home runs in minor league baseball. Says he played for 19 years. Get this man a chance. Says he was, 30, he, he was 37 and played parts of five seasons with the Braves, Tigers, and Mets. What year was this? Did it happen? This was 2015, and he broke Buzz Arlitt's record set back in 1936. Mm. 430. That's a lot. The Braves, Tigers, and Mets were really, really shafting this man. Uh, let's see here. Lastly for me, Nate, August 4th, 1992, at an auction, actor Charlie Sheen pays $93,500 for the Mookie Wilson ball which went through Bill Buckner's legs, capping the miraculous Mets comeback in the sixth game of the Fall Classic in 1986. Get this. I love it. It says the team's traveling secretary got that ball. And so he he proceeded to sell it to Charlie Sheen, and then he said he gave all the proceeds to charity. Say what you will about Charlie Sheen. He's a huge baseball guy. Huge baseball fan. He's a huge baseball fan. I had no idea he had that ball. Neither did I. I heard this story that he... um, Living in LA, he's like he's never caught a foul ball or home run. He's just never gotten a ball live at a game. So he bought out like all of left field at an Angels game. All the bleachers. It was like 
250 tickets or something like that. He dropped like 40 grand. No, there has <laughs> to be pictures of And this. he went out there. He said he went out there and he made the mistake of going out with two other friends and they got lit before the game and they were too <laughs> hammered. <laughs> and I'm, and they had to leave I'm early. It was like it was a cool story. He said it on a podcast. It was it was pretty funny. What would I even Google to find this? Charlie Sheen Angels game. Just say buys Angels Angels game. tickets. Oh, here we go. Charlie know. Sheen once bought two thousand six hundred and fifteen tickets to a major league baseball game. Hold on. Played baseball at Santa Monica High School. I need a picture of this. Come on. Yeah, I don't know if there's any evidence. Well, there's there gotta be, be though. You would think. How do you not have a picture of just an entirely empty you said it was like left know. field yeah <laughs> he said he spent like 40 g's but yeah huge baseball guy he was saying that uh when he was filming major league he was he was throwing like low 80s which i didn't know he had like 84 85 in the tank it's pretty impressive yeah it says no home runs were hit that day <laughs> yeah <laughs> tough but him and his friend him and his friends were too drunk to to stick around so they bounced after a little bit Tough. Like they showed up late and they left early. <laughs> I mean, I just spent 40 grand and just leaving. All right, my turn. Hey, before August we get started, fit. you yeah. got the, the sun is just beaming down on your webcam and there's just a nice, colorful yeah. stripe. See if I can. There we put go. My water bottle right there to block it. There it is. Hey. Perks are living out in Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, August 5th, 1901. You went late the game with this i'm going super early 1901 in the second inning of the nightcap against the americans in baltimore jimmy hart punches umpire john haskell in the face yes. the orioles rookie first baseman who hits 311 playing in a total of only 58 games in his major league career serves a 10-day suspension but quits after going four for four upon his return because the team refused to pay his 25 dollars fine I'm out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 25 bucks. I'm gone. Hey, I think I they was, just called his bluff and they were like, all right, whatever. Oh, for sure. As, as I always say, I'm, I'm here for the pettiness, but it, it, sometimes it just blows my mind. What little it used to take guys back in the day to just, yeah, absolutely. They have their morals, it. man, have their morals. And back then they probably just like grab the kid out of the stands, fill his spot. No doubt. Uh, 1937, the Newport Canners versus Johnson City Soldiers Appalachian League contest in Tennessee. This is the new Major League Baseball. Ends in the sixth inning when the team runs out of baseballs. Some angry fans show their displeasure by destroying the set of bleachers that had been their seats for the game's abrupt ending. Imagine running out of baseballs and just being like that. That's that's it. We're just we're just gonna head out. Just gonna go home. On the contrary, I was looking around for some some nuggets here for baseball history, and I, one of the ones that I saw, I didn't put it obviously, but it was it said they played like an entire game with one baseball. That'd be cool. How can you have those two extremes? I, it, it, yeah, that doesn't compute. Yeah, the Appalachian League, man, tough out there. And lastly, 1960. This is just wacky. In a, it's. Should be a in a deal engineered by Tigers president Bill Devitt and Indians GM Frank Lane. Their struggling teams become the first team to swap skippers. The tribe's new manager Jimmy Dykes will compile a 103 and 115 record for Cleveland, while Joe Gordon posts a 26 and 31 mark in his two month stay in Detroit. Imagine just being like, Well, our guy sucks, your guy sucks. What do you think? Why don't we just, why don't we just try this out? You take oh, him. Gosh. Good luck, because I'm sick of him, and I'm gonna try to get the best out of your guy, who's clearly not making the cut. 1960, though, like you would think you could see that in like a 20s. I was about or to 30s. say that's pretty late. But 1960 to make that kind of move, wild. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, baseball history, weird baseball stuff. Baseball history. Let's talk uh, modern day. Let's talk new faces and new places. I, I mentioned to you before we hopped on, I wanted to, because for whatever reason, and I've yet to figure this out, our listeners, you guys, the listeners, just love when 
it's usually Nate. Nate's usually the one on the guessing end. Like with the managerial ejection game we did a while back, trying to guess how many guys or guessing how many times guys have been ejected. Do what? Guessing incorrectly. Sure. For whatever reason, the the people love it. They they go nuts for it. And so anytime there's like a subjective opportunity to assign a grade or assign a guess to one thing or another, I'm going to throw it in there. So naturally, as I mentioned, still trying to process some of these new faces and new places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with that said, I thought we could maybe give our grades for how we think guys look in their new threads. Because I'll be honest, there's some guys where like I'm really feeling it. I'm like this. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like more of a fit than the place I've seen you for the last five, six, seven years. Other yeah. guys, I'm just like, no, yeah, don't even, That's don't fair. even bother. Where are we so, starting? Uh, in no particular order. Let's uh, let's start with Nelson Cruz, shall we? Oddly, looks great in a Rays uniform. <laughs> oh, I thought the same. I thing. don't know why. I, I as soon don't as know I why. saw it, I was like, that it looks perfect. It looks like you've been wearing this for twenty years. And as I said, bro, still m- got massive biceps, by the way. Like I said, didn't lose a still step. A hoss. Still yeah. hitting tanks. Got wasted no time when he got shipped over. Uh, let me just. I'm gonna have to pull up photos of these guys just so I can see these things. It just looks. As I'm, it just looks right. It just looks good. It's strange. I mean, he the the jerseys that they were wearing when he got sent over, they were like the the classic whites, right? Not like the throwback. Okay, there it is. Yeah, it's like it's their it's their modern modern day whites, not the throwbacks. Yeah, th- it, that looks clean, man. That looks real clean. And yeah, that yeah. he is he's yoked. Yeah, the blue jersey I think looks looks pretty solid, but I mean it's not too much of a change from the Twins one. But there's just something about it that looks that looks great. What are you giving him, man? What are you giving Nelson Cruz for the raised threads? I'm gonna give him an A plus. I mean, A I don't, plus. Like, yeah, if we have a right standard, out the, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, the guy's got to have an A plus. I mean, I'll give him it like looks, a. It looks normal. If he's does. not an A plus, who is? Oh, well, we'll get to that. I'll give him an A. I'll give him an A. A A plus out of the gate. That's uh, you gotta you gotta set the bar, and that just might be a little too, a little too high. I'm here to win. I'll give him an A. Let's go. Uh, but, yeah. Let's go. Jesus Lazardo next. I haven't seen it. Who? Yet. Well, he was make. He made his debut tonight. I, I would imagine by this point he's been pulled. But um, let me see if I can get see. some picks here. I'm telling you, before we hopped on, I, I saw a video with him in it because they were pulling a clip from his debut. It looks real good, man. I, I'm already a fan of the the Miami's home whites. Those are just clean already, but. He, for him too, it's also special because he's coming home because he's a Florida guy, right? Oh, that does look good. Yeah, the forty-four. It looks clean. Just looks it normal. Looks crispy. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go A minus. I think I'll join you in that A minus. It looks real good. Yeah. I what's like it. What's gonna be tough though is when these guys switch to alternates or road jerseys. I don't know if it's gonna have the same. The same number, the same grade will apply, but we're just going off of what we've seen thus far. Uh, Starling Marte in that deal, related move. Real quick, I'll be honest with you. I, I think it was a the first series for him for the A's was a road series, and it was the Grays. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, eh, I wasn't too crazy about it. Uh, The only picture I have is him sliding in his second head first. The green unis on. If you go to his Twitter, it's it's uh at the top. I can give him like a. Oh, the two does look good though. It does. It it really does. I give him like a B. I'm gonna go B plus. Feeling generous today. Clearly. But yeah, no, nah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B plus. All right, looking at uh, Adam Frazier next. What are we? What are we thinking? I'll be honest with you. I don't know if i've seen any footage of him yet in the new i films. have oh uh, here we go because i watched this video where he like tried to rob a home run and left and this this kid interfered and the kid like started crying or whatever oh yeah yeah i did see that yep that's right um i like it i'm, I'm not, not gonna say it's crazy yeah i'm not crazy about it and... he's just he's just one of those guys that the the 
there's not a whole lot of swag level there anyway. He's a good ball player. Right, but when you don't have the the swag necessarily, which, like you said, yeah. good ball player, can't hold it against them, but you slide into those Padres unis and it still really doesn't give you a boost, that's yeah, you just, that's a little concerning. Yeah, you're not a swaggy kind of guy. That's a little concerning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, uh, I'm just going to go C, right in the middle of the road. I'll go, I'll go C plus. C, C seems a little low. I'll go oh, C plus. I feel good about where I'm at. Okay, I have Max Scherzer written down, but I do not think that I have seen him in an actual uniform. No. I've only seen him in the workout gear, and let me tell you, I hate it. I hate it too. He does it. It just doesn't go. I'm sorry, Max. Dodger blue does not look good on you. I'm sorry. Nope, I don't like it. Not that he cares what I think. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Stupid. For what it's worth, he wouldn't have looked good in in Padres brown and, and yellow either. So. Um. Yeah, Correct. So, the only one I actually really could have imagined was the Red Sox. I don't know why. It just it seemed like it would have looked just normal. He would have looked real good. Same colors, I guess. Although here's a mock-up of him in a Dodgers uni, and it doesn't look bad, but it's it's not great. It's just not great. It's odd. It it really does. Trey Turner. I did see the mock-up of Trey Turner. The boy is gonna look real clean in that. Yeah. He's he he'll look good. He's no a ball what. player though. He could he could pull off any thread. What is he wearing? Is he wearing seven? In the or is he staying with the six? No, in the mock up it was six. But I'm trying to because I swore he posted something on Instagram that had him in a seven. Hold up, I'm tr- I, am I missing something? Is there a reason he he couldn't wear six? I mean seven. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Retired number or current? Maybe player? it wasn't him. No, I don't see it. I don't think I have any. Although, if there was a team to who have, who wouldn't wear? I don't understand. It's got to be a retired number. Wow, seven is not a retired number for the Dodgers. You got Pee Wee Reese not being worn. Pee Wee Reese one, Tommy Lasorda two, Duke Snyder four, and it goes up to nineteen. That's a uh, there are a lot of solid numbers there. Who was who? Like, if you're a member of the Dodgers, why are you not wearing seven? What are you doing? That number needs to be taken on all ball clubs at all times. Let's do a little digging around here, shall we? Active roster for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm not seeing. Oh, it's freaking! It's freaking Julio Urias. That's why. Yeah, there we go. I was like, surely there's yeah. somebody on the squad. That's a total oversight. There we go. Uh, Jose Barrios. Uh, I, side note: pitchers should not have single digits. I'm just saying that right. Uh, now. it works. It works for Julio. I don't mind. Mm. It works. Uh, Barrios just looks, I don't know if it was because he had a filthy debut that made it look better, but it looked great. That just helped. But the look overall, he fits in a Blue Jays uni. I'm giving yeah. him, I'm giving him an A. I will also give him an A. Looked real clean. And like you said, had a nasty debut to go with it. So shout out yeah. Jose Barrios. Um, Joey Gallo. Wanted to get your take on the new uh, members of the New York Yankees. Joey Gallo gets an A plus for me. A um, plus, and it's a normally an A, but he gets an A plus because I finally okay. get to see someone wearing thirteen. It does. Thank God. It is refreshing. I'll give you that. That because it's been like a a, a nervous conversation because no one really wants to say anything about it as to why thirteen has been unavailable since. A-Rod retired. I'm just glad that it's official, that I can actually see that it will not be retired. That makes me happy. But the fit overall, he looks good. Like he just he's a he looks good as a ball player. He's a good looking guy. With without the beard, still works. I like the white elbow guard while he hits. It's just clean. It's very clean. Give him an A plus. I'm gonna give him a B plus. Like Give me the I'm logic so, here. I'm well, okay. I'm surprised at how good it looks considering my initial thought or my initial belief was that it was going to be weird with the no beard thing, but you're saying mm-hmm. it's okay. It looks pretty good. Cause I saw some, <laughs> I saw some rather concerning mock-ups and I was like the, this man needs to. No, it looks good. Cause he's very clearly one of those guys that once he shaves, he immediately has five o'clock shadow. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing so, it. So you see a little bit of stubble there by the time it's game time. So I'm cool with it. Looks good. Yeah, I'll give him a B plus. 
And the reason I give him a B plus is to clear the way for this next grade, Anthony Rizzo. I know I I believe I was quoted last podcast, or maybe I might have tweeted it, saying that the only pinstripes Anthony Rizzo should have worn was for the Chicago Cubs. But I tell you what, man, I'm genuinely surprised at how good he pulls off the New York Yankees uniform. And I hate really I hate that he does it. I hate that he does it. And I hate the fact that your ball club could not provide him or make an emergency run out to Dick's to get the man the right cleats and batting gloves for his first game in Miami. Like clean it up. You gotta you gotta have Bro, something. That's not on us. That's, that's absolutely his... on you. No, it's not. Yeah, it absolutely is. He has no time to. He can't. He it's can barely an, pack it's a bag. It's an endorsement thing. It's an endorsement thing. Nike has to send you that stuff. You're getting that from Nike. What are you gonna oh. get? You're gonna get used cleats from some other go teammate. To Dicks. If it's a Nike thing, go to Dicks and buy a buy a set of Nike cleats. I don't understand what the issue is here. Nobody would bat an eye at that. No, not gonna work. Side no, note: you're, uh, you're right. A cat no. just came on the field at Yankee Stadium and. Was it black? They're still they're still playing. <laughs> is it, is it black? Stri- it's striped. Uh, oh, he's booking it to left field. He's going deep to left center. He's got a, there's a hole in his plan right now. He doesn't know what to do. Stand in front of the Dunkin' Donuts sign. He's not sure. He's like waiting for somebody to open a door. He's working his way on the warning track, giving StubHub some some airtime. You know how there's like the the clear cutouts in the in the fence in left center and right center where the bullpens are. He's kind of just looking through the the clear window, being like, who's going to let me in? What's the deal here? Oh, he's hopped up. He's now scaling the wall. Very puffy tail right now. He is terrified. This guy looks like a very normal house cat. It really makes you wonder how these animals end up at a ballpark. Like, who let Roscoe out? How did he get out? And how did he make his way all the way? To Yankee Stadium. Did he take the B, the D, or the 4 and hop off? In the Bronx. Did he get past security? We don't know. Did he we have We finally have some men on it. There are okay. finally guys. I think there were dudes that just clearly like weren't even dressed or didn't have shoes on to come chase him down. But they're wearing gloves. Oh, he's cornered. He's cornered. He's getting out of this. Let's go. He's still going. He's still going. Getting cheered on. This is the loudest the Yankees crowd has been all night. <laughs> Look at him go. He's really trying to get into that Orioles, that Orioles bullpen. I'm invested think, now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need the, the updated. Oh, play he by took play. a hard spill. Took a hard spill. You hate to see that. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, the players are losing it. This is amazing. He is, he's got some speed. Getting cheered on. His tail's the size of a raccoon. It's huge. They're scared to grab him. Are you watching? No, I, I don't have the Yes Network. He just keeps. Five hole in these people. Oh, nice. He's made his way to the Legends Club. He's going to get a, a badass meal. He deserves it. They got crab legs down there. <laughs> what a debut for a guy. A plus on the fit. Look, looking he, good for the Yankees' new teammate. <laughs> he looks good in 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 Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Are, are we are we good on the cat situation? Has it been? Resolved? Yeah, we're good. Okay, he's gone. Anthony Rizzo. Hmm. I gave See, Gallo- I thought you were going to go the other way. I did not think you'd like it. No, I, I'm gonna give him an A minus, and I'm and I say A minus, knowing that even if it's not a true A minus for me, I give him the extra boost just because I thought it was going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll give you the extra credit because you pull it off. He even he pulled it off, as I was saying with Chicago cleats and batting gloves you gotta love the columbia blue and the red mix in there nate yeah i mean total a plus on on the on the clubby is for taking care of their their new acquisition gotta love that what are you giving rizzo well i mean he's into new stuff now he's got new gloves and cleats officially so it's first game in yankee stadium he's looking normal um i give him i give him a, a b plus and the only thing that's that's weird for me is is the 48 that's the only thing that brings it down for me. Yeah, I, would I know agree. 44 is taken by Reggie, so like he couldn't wear that, so it, it's understandable. But there's something about the the 48 that just doesn't. It seems like a pitcher number. I would have preferred to see him in a, in a different number. But 
Maybe like an 18 or something like that. I mean, for what it's worth, wasn't that what? That's what Odor's wearing 18, isn't he? Odor's down to 12 now. Yeah, he swapped to 12, but he was 18 initially. That's right. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, like half of the numbers in the numerical system are taken up with the Yankees. So it's it's not exactly like he has many options. Difficult for him to choose. Difficult to choose. But you're right. It just, it looks good. He was already a clean shaven kind of guy. So no need to worry about that. The, the always wearing the long sleeves that are kind of pulled up a little bit to get him off the wrists. It just works. Just fits. Craig Kimbrell looks real good, Nate. Yeah. Real good. You like it? It's hard to not, to be fair, it's hard to not look good in White Sox. I'm going to go out and be the first person to say, I don't like the long hair, Craig Kimbrell. I don't like the, the long locks. It doesn't I'm, work I'm for he- me. I'm here for it. He's embracing it. No, I'm not about it. But... I, I don't know. Overall, I'm just against this trade anyway. So, uh, or give him a B. That's tough. I'm, I'm thinking, well, I got to go higher than a B because clearly I feel better about it than you do. I'll give him a B plus. Javi Baez. <laughs> a plus. Come on. Really? A plus. Just the, the, the swag, the drip. My God. It's just, he's, he's got it figured out. The, the 23 looks fantastic. You think? Okay. I love the 23. Looks great. It does look Couple great. chains popping. It, it's going to take some getting used to with him, though. Like, 23 objectively is just a great baseball number, but it's, regardless who it is, it, it'll take a minute to get used to. Uh, I'm I'll telling you, it, him, just, it looks good. I'll give, him a, I'll give him an A. I'll give him a solid A. And I'll save, I think this would be my first A+. Plus of the the list and i'm gonna save it for last chris bryant yeah a plus a plus i'm tossing him out left and right a plus is he looks great there's there's not too many uniforms i think he would have looked normal in you know that i think there was a select few but the giants just it just looks right i see him i see him being there for a while what do you I think? mean, he he was quoted as saying after that game he hit the – which, by the way, all three Cubbies go on to hit a bomb in their first game. Got to love that. I saw a tweet Tough today. It was like – Cubs fans. Like, yeah, I was like, imagine what these three could do on the same team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Tough day oh, for Cubbies fans, man. Tough day. Uh, but then the realists stepped in and they said they'd probably be like a fourth-place team is what they would do. So, I, mean, <laughs> I, saw, I saw it from both ends, so – Shout out to them. Um, but he was quoted as saying he's like, he's feeling giddy, man. After that home run, he's like, feels like Chris, kid on Christmas morning. I This is just perfect for what they needed. Like, this gets them the love. This gets them the national televised love and attention. They're a good ball club, but he's like their star now. They needed someone like that. So, huge fan. A-plus on the fit, though. Just a perfect fit. Arguably close to being better than what he looked in a Cub uniform. That's bold. Close. That's bold. The only only uniform, I got to see the rest of the uniforms in the Giants, but the only uniform that I think he looked better in the Cubs side of things was the blue top. Yep. With the C. Yep. That one trumps pretty much everything so far. I agree. But I don't know. I don't know. There could be something. I think the the gray San Francisco across the chest is going to look awfully clean. Give me the black uni. Ah, here's the cat video. I'm just now seeing the cat. Yo, he climbed up on the StubHub wall and just just ran. Yeah, making a lot of people miss, too. Breaking ankles left and right. Elusiveness score is at the max. It's a 99. It's off the charts, really. Uh, Let's talk this whole Kumar Rocker situation. If you're the New York Mets, I mean, is this not just the ultimate Mets thing? The Mets result. Yeah. This is very Mets-like. So here's the deal. It's tough. The Mets did not extend an offer, or rather, the two parties did not agree on a deal before no, Sunday's... No, no. He didn't, you're right. I read that they didn't even throw an offer at him. Right, but what I'm saying is the, the two parties could not come to an agreement before Sunday's 5 p.m. deadline, therefore releasing Kumar Rocker into this just, like, abyss. He said mm-hmm. he's not going back to Vandy... He's going to yeah. explore some options in terms for prepping for the draft next year. Just a yeah. weird situation. But to your point, were, were that, was that confirmed that the Mets did not offer, make an offer? 
Yeah, never even got one. Like, why not see this as an opportunity to lowball the guy? You know what I mean? At least give him the chance to say no. But, like, if you see that a possible injury is there or looming, there's some issues going on in the elbow, cut the price down. Cut it in half. When I go to the store and I'm grocery shopping and I see a ba- or a box of cereal and it's beat up a little bit and it's the only cereal that I want, I'm not just going to leave it on the shelf and say, no thanks, cereal. I'm bringing it to the front and I'm going to say, hey, what kind of deal can I get on this? Because it's obviously a little beat up. Come on, Mets. Offer them a little bit of a deal. Drop that price down down a little bit and, and sign them knowing that there's some kind of surgery or something that's going to happen. Half the dudes that got drafted this year are going to end up having surgery anyway. So why not? Get that discounted box of Honey Bunches of Oats. Do your thing. I mean, I was going to give him some credit and say in this situation, he's like a banged up box of Captain Crunch or something, but I can't uh, throw too much shade. Of oats is the goat. I was about to say, I can't throw too much shade because there's currently a box of that sitting on top of our fridge right now. So I can't, yeah, can't bang that, uh, that take too much. Um, Scott Boris though comes out and says, which Kumar Rocker's agent for those who did not know. He's in good hands. He's going to be okay. Moving Great hands. forward With Scott Boris comes out and says Kumar Rocker is healthy. According to independent medical review by multiple prominent baseball orthopedic surgeons. Immediately upon conclusion of his collegiate season, he had an MRI on both shoulder and his elbow. When compared with his 2018 MRIs, the medical experts found no significant change. Kumar requires no medical attention and will continue to pitch in the regular course as he prepares to begin his professional career. So somebody's lying because the Mets apparently saw red flags and then you got Boris coming out, which I'm sure in the baseball world, Scott Boris is not the most trustworthy guy. But No, that guy's definitely altering records is a little little oily and or quotes from so-called doctors <laughs> who are these doctors who who are they who is who they that says all tests? these things uh so somebody's lying and then you got stevie cohen coming out basically subtweeting kumar being like yeah as a business guy i make sure to make good i don't even remember what he said but he's talking about investing and was just basically like I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically just like I'm. This wasn't worth the investment. So somebody's lying. Just drop the price down. So for those that didn't know, because I had I I was thinking about that myself, and I had to do a little digging around. And apparently, a team typically has to pay forty percent of the slotted bonus. And for Kumar, that slot is for about four and three quarter million to reap a compensation pick for an unsigned player. So they have to pay to have that 11th spot next year. They have to offer 40% oh, of the slotted offer. bonus. Hmm. And it says, because Rocker, and I believe this was from ESPN, it says, because Rocker was selected for the league's pre-draft MRI program and did not participate, the rules allowed uh, the Mets to forego an offer and still re- receive the pick. Yeah, so that leads me to believe that something's a little fishy on the Rocker slash Boris side of things because... If you feel confident in your body, you're going to go ahead and say yes to an MRI, knowing that you're most likely a top 15 pick. So I think they knew something was sketchy. I think they knew something was off, and they went and got their MRI done at you know the 7-Eleven on the corner, and they got half off the slushy. That's I'm sorry, my the, opinion. The what? Half off a slushy? At 7-Eleven? Sir, this isn't your, your local gas station. They they have a name. What are they? At 7-Eleven? Yeah. That's a Slurpee. They go by no other name other than Slurpee. Slushy, Slurpee. And don't you forget. No, Who cares? S- I haven't had one in 20 years, so it doesn't matter. S- shut your mouth. Don't ever Slurpee. call a Slurpee a slushy again. Slushy's hit. That's criminal. Now, um, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm getting off this podcast. That's, that's egregious. Anyway, Kumar Rocker, not going to be a Newark Met. It's just such a Mets thing, man. You get all this hype. Everybody wanted Kumar like two, three months ago. Slid down yeah. the draft board a little bit. Loses a little bit of the hype. Jack Leiter slides right into I mean, he never really lost it, but Jack Leiter was like, yep, I'll take the hype. Kumar Rocker slides to 10th, and then it's uh, not going to be not gonna be playing for the Mets. Where do you think he ends up? I don't even know how this works. Does he? So he basically is in no man's land. Yeah, because he already came out and said 
Because he can't be a free agent. He can't be signed by anyone else. Or I don't know if he said specifically, but it was reported that he is not going back to Vandy. So, yeah, he's in this, like, no man's land. I think overseas is an option. He could play in Japan. Um, he could just ride solo for he's a minute. draft eligible next year. Yeah. I really want to. I I really want to see like a a NL East team pick him next year just to just to oh, shove it to the Mets a little be, bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> honestly, like if you're the like a Marlins, like, I was about to oh, say if you're the sick, uh, that's what I'm saying. If you're the Marlins, just why not? Yeah, yeah, have yeah. Let's like go an, Marlins on that. Let's have like an eight man rotation if you're the Marlins and just super down shove it. Let's go Marlins. Let's go Marlins. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of my hope. Let's go Marlins. Get yeah, I'm sticking with Marlins. that too. I like that. Get him in those crispy whites and let's roll. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he's got to wait a year, so we'll see uh, what he decides to do. I'm I'm thinking he's he might end up overseas. That might be my guess. Yeah, something. Got to got to stay active. Got to prove that it's okay. And that means live games. That means multiple live games in a lot of innings. You can't just. Can't just rehab, throw bullpens. Not going to work. Yeah, flat grounds and bullpens for an entire year is not going to get the job done. Nope. Uh, speaking of flat grounds and bullpens, let's talk some of these in, these uh, injury updates. Tyler Glass now, who apparently recently tried to, uh, uh, it was either a bullpen or a flat ground, did not go well. And news recently has developed that says, I believe Jeff Passan came out and said that it's not official, but it is very likely that he will be getting Tommy John for his UCL and miss the remainder of the season and possibly all of next season as well, which is just a, that's a tough blow for the Rays. That's, that's rough. No one wants to see that. Like even if it's a division rival, he's special. I want to see him on the bump. I want to see him doing his thing. So it sucks. It's definitely, definitely weird. Did you see that report that, they were uh, potentially shopping him to the Cubs. Yeah, what what was that about? I would have not been surprised if that went through. That's a raised thing. What was the, I've ever seen one? What were, what were the details on that package? There were some other big that names was a, in that. That was a Chris Bryant. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Javi Baez combination, I believe. Yeah, because the Rays were in. It just on came Chris out Bryant today for a minute. Yeah, it just came out today, but I don't know where it went. You saw that too, right? Yeah. Just. Kind of odd. That would have been weird. Not a fan. Where are we at here? Rays, Ken Rosenthal said, Rays discussed creative possibilities in talks with Cubs for Chris Bryan and Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Ah, Kimbrell, that's who it was. Not and Glass now would have been the centerpiece of that heading back. Yikes. No thank you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sorry, Chris Bryant, Craig Kimbrell, great, great additions, but not at the cost. Also, I don't need to see Tyler any superstars in Tampa. It's just... It's not a superstar setting. No, nobody wants to see that. But Chris Bryant does not belong there. Nelly Cruz is one thing. He's a superstar in his category of DH power bats, but he's not a superstar. He's not a KB. Just would have been weird. And I'm not signing there long term. We've all seen Willie Adams' splits after getting out of there, actually hitting the way he's supposed to be hitting after leaving there. I give props to anyone who successfully hits there. Austin Meadows, you can hit anywhere, sir. If you're a success down there, you can go anywhere. Freaking raise. But props to them for not having like some memorial service when Glassnow went down. True. That's how you handle a, a mm-hmm. tough, tough headline. Yeah, you shop them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> not that aspect of it, but the fact that we we were able to slide past that without there being any memorial service at the trop, which, by the way, got into it the other day. Let me, let me walk you through this little interaction. Talk to me, we, Goose. Before we I need to, to this, hear these arguments that are, t- that are happening in real life. <laughs> Before we transition real quick to Tatis and the Grom, I got to share this interaction I had with somebody about the trap. Um, it was this, can we throw him under the bus? Can we? Can we? Can we call him out? I mean, do we want to give give him your dad the spotlight? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want to give him the spotlight? Do Is he? Uh, no. Nah, Let's just cool. go first name. It's cool. We can go first name. All right. Uh, Will I know if you just dropped the first name? No. Oh. If I could find it. it. I don't care. You forgot his name? No, I just had it. Where did it go? Ah, here we go. Was it on the gram? No, it was Twitter. Deets here. Hit me with the deets. So it was Twitter. Um. 
Oh, so it was in response. Who was that? It was Randy Rosarena. This was, oh, this was in the Yankee series. Randy Rosarena okay. pops one up, hits a catwalk. Right. And it, just and it got stuck. up there. Yeah. And then I tweeted, said, I said, yeah, no, this is definitely a legitimate ballpark. No doubt about it. Clear sarcasm. This guy hops on, which, by the way, I don't even know if I looked at his profile. Is this guy like a hardcore Yankee guy? It would is make he a sense. goon? Oh, no. Obviously, he's a, he's a Rays guy because he was defending the trap, yeah. which is what why this whole thing started. He gets on here and says, so Yankee players can hit high school fly balls to right field for home runs for half the season, but a part of Tropicana gives a player a single, gives a player a single once this season, and the dome is trashed. Got it. And then I said, and then I quote tweeted and said, ah, yes, because this has never happened before. Clearly, it has. So this happens every season. I don't know what this guy's if he's actually yeah. watching his games or not. It actually happened the next day. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then he says, can't believe the number one team in the AL East got got a recorded hit off a catwalk. Must be much more insane for a major league player than training to hit a ball 310 feet off the wall for a double. And then he's, oh, did he delete? He deleted the tweets. Oh, classic. He deleted the tweets. I I came at this guy and he said, or I said, um, oh no, he, he came at me and said, uh, Yankee Stadium never gets any hate for having a short porch. I'm like, it's all it gets is hate. It's all it gets outside of New York. I don't know what you're talking and also, about. And also, what does Yankee Stadium have anything to do with the Trop? The Trop is a dump. It has nothing to do with any other stadium. That place is a dump. And when they built it, they said, no, these catwalks aren't reachable. It's humanly not possible for baseball to get up here. Eh. Wrong. This goon. What a goon. Get out of here. Delete your tweets. Hey, soft. Hey, if you you're were soft. If you were an umpire and you were standing outside the trop, how would you how would you handle the trop? What Get out you- of here! You're gone. That's it. I love That's it. That's how it's done. That is like my new favorite soundbite for this podcast, Get without here. a doubt. I'm just channeling my inner my knee, my inner Augie. Um, find it. Let's talk Fernando Tatis Jr. real quick. Nothing nothing crazy. It got sent to the IL. Uh, just had a a rough slide in the third. I don't know if you saw the video. Just yeah. Didn't. Also, side note that play never should have happened. Yeah, shouldn't have happened. You were out by like six feet. You shouldn't have done that, bro. Just tough luck. But I mean, regardless, it's it's not great for for this kid. I mean, there's a clear issue there. This is yeah. what his is this a second time? Yeah, second time he's been on the IL with a left shoulder injury. Uh fortunately for him, the last stint was I think it was like the minimum ten days. Um why am I just not getting an update? Cat here's MVP chance in the Bronx. <laughs> you kidding me? Um, yeah, yeah. Fans don't know who to cheer for. Uh, no, clearly it's, not tonight. Anyway, it's it's obvious at this point. It's it's well known around the baseball world. He's getting surgery in the offseason. That's just foregone conclusion. Right. The issue is is the remainder of the season. Like, I mean, is this guy gonna put himself in a too tight of a spot here down the stretch if he keeps no, stretching see, it? The- the way I see it is that like the shoulder is the shoulder. It's once it needs surgery, it, it's it's gonna need surgery. You can't make it worse. Rehabbing it long term may be um, an option, but it's literally either deal with it or have the surgery now. So he's gonna find a way to swing. He's gonna find a way to play. He's gonna find a way to slide, and he's gonna do it. But he plays he plays too hard for it to not get tweaked here and there. He plays, he's too agile. The way he moves and the way he does get around tags, it's going to happen again. And the hacks he takes at the plate, there's no, for his entire career, there will be no getting around that that swing. Yeah, but it's that two-handed finish that he talked about that helped versus the one-hand finish that kind of took some pressure off the, off the shoulder. But he's got to go for it. When you see the, you've seen what the organization has done around you, and they're kind of making a run for it. But here's what I will say. Whether he's healthy or not, I'm, I'm going to come out and say this right now. I'm going to say it right now. Padres are making a first-round exit in the wild card game. Wow. I'm saying it right now. Healthy say- or no, not healthy, Tatis. The Padres are going out in the wild card round. Say it one more time for the people who may miss it. Padres are out in the wild card round this year. Healthy Tatis or not healthy Tatis. Doesn't matter if they're facing the Giants or the Dodgers. 
They're going out in the first round. Their pitching has not done enough to get them over the hump. They didn't add anything at the deadline pitching-wise. I'm sorry. Not going to cut it. For clarity purposes, they did add Daniel Hudson, but that's not going to be your make-or-break guy by any stretch. No. They need a rotation help. And their guys in the rotation have not done what they're supposed to do. Well, to be fair, it's underwhelming. I'm still waiting to hear from Kenny Rosenthal if the Scherzer deal is, in fact, going to get finalized because he has not provided any update. Come on, Ken. The last we heard from Ken Rosenthal was that the deal with the Padres and Scherzer was close. I have not heard any update. I'll let you know anything that I hear. Get it together. Uh, Jacob deGrom, not great news if you're a Mets fan or just a fan of phenomenal pitching, otherworldly pitching. Yeah, goat pitching. Goat pitching. Not good news. Mets came out Friday said that DeGrom will be out until September due to additional inflammation in his right forearm. Mm. Look, we knew this was going to be a thing this year. We may have forgotten it. We may have hoped for other other results. But we knew that with a 60-game season last year, guys weren't getting stretched out. They weren't getting in that, in that normal 160 to 200 inning range that they normally get to. Obviously, at this point, it's probably like a you know 120 to 150 range. But they weren't quite getting there. So you knew between that and whatever substance changes, whether the player was using it or not, or using something or not, it changes things. changes your grip. changes the muscles being used. We had to know this was coming. I'm not blaming anybody. There's nothing you can do. Don't cheat, and you won't have to worry about substances. And last year was out of your control. 60 games, you don't get to be stretched out. This had to be a thing. I just wish it's so tough because, like, he's having a he, he was having a ridiculous year, like, top five year ever by a pitcher kind of year. Then it sucks because you almost wish that the Mets would have managed it a little bit, knowing that this is our guy that we have to protect because of these things that, that have happened in the last year and a half. But how can you when he's going out there and performing like that? You know what I mean? It's a tough line. So I don't think anyone's to blame here. It's just you you hate to see it. I need to see DeGrom in the postseason. I have to. I don't want this year to happen. I don't want the Mets in the postseason without DeGrom. Plain and simple. Until then, Nate, it looks like the rotation is going to be Stroman, Carrasco, Taiwan Walker, Rich Hill, and Tyler McGill, who I think we may have mentioned it on here before. Tyler McGill, aside from... Uh, tonight and gave up like a grand slam on the first inning, but he may have recovered. Uh, for the most part, has been a solid addition for that team. Yeah. Rich like, Hill. Rich Hill's a gamer. He's going to go out there and, and, and chew up innings for you. Didn't give up. A lot more of than pressure a- on Stroman. Yeah, very much. Uh, But as I was saying for McGill, didn't give up more than a run in the, from what I'm seeing here, unless I'm missing something, didn't give up more than a, and earn run in the month of July. So it's I mean, pretty good. Like in each of his starts, like he looked like over one, two, three, looks like over five starts allowed three runs and two of the outings held him scoreless. One of which was against the Blue Jays. So yeah, that's, give him credit. that's an addition they probably weren't necessarily expecting, but it's nice to have knowing that you're in this bind that you're in with, with DeGrom. But to your yeah. point, still pressure on Stroman. Pressure on Stroman. A uh, little quick add to Mets news. I think we saw Javi Baez kind of get tweaked today. Where as of almost almost 10:30 Eastern, I don't think we have any details of what that looks like. Looked like a lower half injury running down the first baseline. I that's that's gonna hurt a little bit if he's out. It's gonna kill the vibe a little bit. It'll just be a total Mets thing, man. Just total total Mets. Is Noah Syndergaard like still alive or what is he doing? Last I heard, there was a chance. I mean, am I way off on this? Was he not expected to to return? To I thought months? he was coming back at some this year. point this year. Yeah, through a bullpen. I thought he was coming back. Yeah. Say through all a bullpen. All I see, I follow him on day. Instagram. All I see is him, him walking around without a shirt on. He I'm like, loves Bro, that. Do you like? Are you doing anything to come that's, back? Or that's his thing. I don't know if I like him so much. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Syndergaard guy. Says he's unlikely to rejoin the Major League roster until early September. That's going to be says, a crazy boost if both of them come back at the same time. Well, it says the Mets have already alluded to the possibility of a 28-year-old uh, serving in a relief role when he returns, which would make sense. You can't you can't throw that starting 
load on him. Nope. That'd be mm-hmm. too much, and then you'd be right back. But that's in the still same boat. that's still a hype. That's still a, sure. a good positive thing to to have. Good morale so. boost. Uh, speaking of morale yeah. boost, the Reds. Last thing I got here that wanted to cover. The Reds getting a huge boost from Joey Votto. The man has been, as you texted me, on a different planet. Bro is hitting balls to a different planet, and he's also living on a different planet. I don't understand because I was kind of, I got to be honest. I feel like I'm in the majority of baseball fans here and pretty much just saying that Joe, Joey Votto is good for nothing but basically walks at this point. And then all of a sudden, this man coming out with a vengeance Dropping taters left and right. Tater tots being spread all around. And he's got like this little like, he's got like this swaggy bat flip, stand there and admire kind of situation going on, which you typically would not expect from him. He's feeling himself a little bit. Which, by the way, I think the Reds are kind of feeling themselves a little bit. Entering Monday, 7-3 and in their last 10. Don't look now. The Cincinnati Reds are in second place in the Central, and they're only seven games back. Seven games, that gap can be closed. We've seen it happen before. Yeah, because like Milwaukee doesn't really know how to score runs. Honestly, they can pitch well, but they don't really know how to score runs. So, you never know. Which you, makes you think, why didn't they do something for the deadline? I mean, nothing of note. But, I mean, if you can get some of that. Yeah, I mean, they got a run di- entering Monday. They got a run differential plus one. So, I mean, it is what it is. But they're only four back from the wild card. From a wild card spot, if they can get back that bat flipping, showboat, and sons of guns swag back, I mean, I'm not saying they're making a run deep into the heart of October, but they might be able to play a little spoiler action. You never <clears throat> know. Padres, <clears throat> San Diego Padres, get it figured out. <clears throat> my throat. But yeah, man, Joey Votto put some respect on his name. Player of the week had seven. Throughout the week, had seven bombs, 11 ribbies, and slash 375, 448, and 1.25. Throughout the month, throughout the entire month of July, hit 319, had 30 hits, 11 of those were bombs, and had 25 ribbies. And for this, a month. This was, this was news to me. I hadn't seen this until today. Had a 734 slugging percentage in July. That's his highest slugging percentage in any month in his career. Wow. That's slugging. That's not OPS. That's slugging. Was he the one that was like, he's only like popped up like three times in his life or whatever? No, I think, wasn't it recently? It was like the first time he had popped up to first base and it, it couldn't have been his career, but like a long time. It was something weird, dude. It's like more people have walked on the moon than Joey Votto has popped up <laughs> to an infielder. Yeah, something that like was, that. it was wild. But then he had that seven home run game hit. Uh, seven home run game streak, and in that seven game stretch, had nine home runs total. So, for those who haven't really noticed, I got to give this man credit for being a veteran, being in the league so deep the way he is, and he was willing to make mechanical changes. He's much more upright this year, much taller in the box. Before we saw him kind of that squatted low, hands were kind of in a low position awkward looking almost and now i feel like he's up and he's using his body but like mad props to a dude that's been around the block that is willing to make adjustments and you know get better so i love it i'm here for it and my bad for the disrespect for giving up on you but I'm back. still bangs yeah that's that all it? i really had nate unless you got We're anything else that's all i got i don't know i don't think i have anything else See you guys later this week. We're trying, for those of you who who may have forgotten, I'll be out heading out with the wife, meeting her family down at the beach like we did last year. If you recall, recorded from the beach last year. Not actually on the beach, but from the beach house. Not going to do that this year. Going to actually enjoy, enjoy the, the break. Enjoy the, the break. Enjoy the vacation because it will be the last one of the summer. Uh, so Nate and I are trying to nail down a couple – maybe surprise guests that we can uh, knock some interviews out with and we'll have you yeah. guys covered for that week for episodes. So uh, you best just, believe your boy's not riding, riding solo. Yeah. <laughs> would not want that. What would you guys even do? He would just immediately back out of that episode. 
We got to do I to, to be fair, I've done a couple solo myself and they were terrible. So I think it's only it's only fair that you maybe no. run run solo no. with one or two. I will sell my equipment before I do one <laughs> solo. So all that to say, uh I mean I would say keep an eye out for it, but I think we're going to we'll, we'll probably we'll probably try to surprise We're going to save it. Yeah. We're going to we're going to try to surprise you time it with that. So you may hear evergreen questions. Evergreen means that it's, you know, not necessarily specific to a certain time and date. And, you know, they're not going to be outdated questions. We're going to talk to these people and uh, we're going to make it seem like it fits right into your schedule. You guys won't be but missing in the us meantime, for an entire week. Yeah, you won't be missing us. You won't miss this. But in the meantime, uh, go give us some love. Check out the shop if you need to get some new swag. If you're catching any games lately, you can see Kyle and I are rocking this lid right here little 30 take lid this looks just good looks real good get a lot Thanks of compliments me. on this bad boy so get that and uh you know don't don't be chasing curveballs we love y'all and as always looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon until next time stay filthy <laughs>